3: You up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you go and line yeah, go and lame my bed. Sorry about that, mate. Um, this is all Turkish is fault, yeah. And I've got that far past seven.
0: What's
3: that? Mate? What, deduction, yeah. It. <laughs> <laughs> I like
0: ah, yeah. We, we are recording. Oh, so let's get. Where, where, what? <laughs>
3: How's no, it going, people? <laughs> Sorry, don't feel too bad. He's a Spurs supporter. Oh no no, 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 I'm all
0: right. I'm
3: all right. Uh, oh, people, we are back,
1: we are recording and as you can see there's been a bit of a hic- hic- hiccup this morning, let's call it a hiccup. Um, I failed to hear my alarm so I'm a little bit late, not that late, but <laughs> just a little bit late. And there's already talk about a point deduction, obviously I've got the correct score this week. Um, We will see the league table shortly, I'm sure Lee is the leader of the protest right now considering he's off top spot. Um his nephew there <laughs> talking about point deduction too but of Spurs, so, you know we don't listen to that much
3: too Grandy i I'd just like to say it's got nothing to do with that I've been knocked off the top of the table it's a ridiculous <laughs> scenario now we have been in like poor Jordan who gets a lot of criticism on this show from people like you know was in the studio at quarter to eight then it was me and um James and uh you know, it is um holiday time, you know, and um mm, mm. I, I think that um this is not the first time.
2: No, repeat offender.
3: A repeat offender. Now what do you do? Mm. Now I, I like to see what the comments have got to say about this. What do you do for repeat offender? Do you just carry on letting him do it? Or do you put in a punishment? I think mm. that's what that's all I'm asking. That is it's all a I'm
2: fair, it's a fair question, Lee. It's a fair question. Thank you,
0: thank you. <laughs> so question.
1: okay. As the as the defence in this court. I'm going to say that I feel like, yes, I put my hands up, repeat offender, but the punishment needs to be set moving forward rather than doing panels in hindsight. You you, you, You
2: can't say, oh, sorry, judge, I know I killed someone yesterday, but from now on, let's see. If there was no laws against (laughs) it up until that moment, (laughs) I'm sorry, but you can I'm sorry, but I love that logic. I'm a repeat offender, but I promise from here on in, let's set some rules and punishments. This is where law and order came into it. All those hundreds of years. This is how
1: you know someone was late a couple of times. But we'll let the yeah. I'm um, going to say we'll let the chat decide, but I don't even trust them to be. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Where's the chat? i tell you what, you let your mum
3: decide, she'd probably go against you. I'll tell you on this one, I'm very serious. You know what I mean? I, I think you're on, I think you've, you've read it, Michelle, personally. I, I think it's a point. If you my hands, I'm taking a point deduction.
2: Yeah, I think it's a point, Turkish. There's got to be a point. Come on. It's the third I time. mean, if
3: there's ever a week to
4: lose a point, it's this one. It's this week? week, yeah. Yeah. Let me call, let me, I'm going to
3: call Shiroi. <laughs> Listen, we could have done with Shiroi this morning. Yeah, I'll tell you what, a very good point. Let, Let's let Shiroi make the decision. All right, uh,
2: that's cool. fair. That's fair. That's fair. Shiroi's a fair man. Yes, that's a good shout-out.
1: Uh, Shiroi, I want to explain the circumstance. There's been no laws yet. So I haven't broken any laws. I, I, I've, I've offended a couple times. I've been late, yes. But there was no laws against being late. Now we're trying to implement laws. So Shiroi as someone that knows the legal system somewhat better than we all do here, I don't think you should listen to Jordan, that is for sure. Can, can I just say- I, 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 I know I, what can...
0: happened
2: <laughs> 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 True, that is true. Granted, good point. Um, my case for prosecution is, to Sharoy. if it was down to me and Lee, it'd be two points. So we're actually, we're actually being quite generous. So I'm just going to say that.
3: You know, well, you know, I, no, well, I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually saying all three because- <laughs> you know, because it's, it's, it's at least three times that he's done this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and, and, and I, honestly, I, I it's not about it's not about the points of where <laughs> I am in know the, about the table. Point He's it's got about to learn. Discipline. It's about discipline to the show because this is about. I would say he's now getting into double digits on this. Yeah, that, this is getting serious. <laughs> ending, like, you know what I mean? Like he's now a serial. Serial. He's not not just a killer. He's a serial one like that. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> a a so Christmas has got just come past, and we did say we'd get him a new alarm clock. I don't need an alarm clock because he's yeah, working. Yeah, you
0: know that's, mean? so, that's true.
1: That's true. That's, that's true. Another, yeah. I mean, you got, well, another case you, mate. Another case from the defence. They told me they'll get me alarm to stop it happening. They
0: Postal
1: <laughs> strike. <laughs> I haven't got So either Royal Mail or someone's to blame here. So. You know, <laughs> we'll leave it with you, Sheroy. Let us know, Shiro, what you think in the comment section. I'll, I'll pin the comment once I see it from you. Just know you're my brother, yeah? <laughs> <laughs>
3: Giving back the now. Let's see what's going on here? <laughs> that's, as
2: well. that's definitely you know two know points I mean? now. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely two <laughs> points now. Brown envelopes all over the he's worried.
3: She's <laughs> <laughs> worried about <laughs> it. You know what I mean? you know?
2: Sure i po- you on every week, week, week,
0: you
1: know week, week, week I the every table up like, whilst i still got the points on the board. Oh, wow, yeah.
3: whilst i still got the points on the board. What is the score? What is the score? That is a crucial wow. point. That
2: is a crucial point. So for so our audio listeners, Turkish is currently on 21. Lee is second and 20. James is third with 18. And Jordan-Jar O'Brien is fourth with 15.
1: Even if I got deducted six points,
3: I'll still be fed. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, and I have to say, well done for getting it. You know I mean? Um, I, I don't know if you was listening to the comments, but I was watching the game, obviously I was at the game, and um, Jordan's got on there and said, like, you know, um, that's me gone. And, and then cash put in there, yes, but... It's looking good for certain. I forgot he had 3-1. I'm going, oh, no. You know what I mean? Mm. Banging it. Come on, get a goal! And when Ramsdale's <laughs> made that say, I've gone, oh, yeah, okay. it's great. <laughs> 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 I couldn't enjoy that last 10 minutes. Uh, I'm not looking at the comments no more. But, no, well done for that. That was great. To get that 3-1, good call. Cool.
1: thank you. Let's just see what Shiro makes of the case before you say, Well mm. done. I take away my you know pride in that achievement because yeah, I might not be top after Shiro is done with me, but we'll see. Mm. We'll see. Uh <laughs> right, cool, people. We are here. We it is forever, Arsenal. We have made it as you could probably tell. It's another 8 a.m. up. Um, not necessarily 8 a.m. because I was about well, so, to pay so,
2: so much 10 now, to be fair, <laughs> but, yeah. yeah?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Touching New Year's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> For the viewers out there,
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the viewers, <laughs> <laughs> Don't, <disturb. laughs> Don't Yeah,
1: yeah. <clears throat> That's part of my defense case as well. So Shere, as you can see, it's not that late, you know. It was a murder. It might have been a bit of, you know GBH or something but it's not really- <laughs> a bit of GBH not- it wasn't murder ah uh, cool also did return on Boxing Day against West Ham London Derby and um, we've already discussed you know the result of it 3-1 and and me achieving that result with my prediction we'll see what happens with the league tape we will bring it up later on in the show when we make our next predictions for Brighton away New Year's Eve. But on the West Ham game, a few talking points to say the least. Nice to see Arsenal back, um, that's for sure. Lee, I'm going to send it straight over to you. You was at the game, yeah. Um, Jordan, you did watch the game, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is it? Is that where we
3: are now? <laughs> we <where? laughs> really now, really. Like, yeah. I mean, we're, we're having a tell like, aren't we? The, right, game, yeah. the game. Be unnecessary. A James,
2: low blow. is my
1: only friend on the show right
2: now. Low blow.
4: Listen, let me just come clean. I still owe Lee twenty quid, so I'm in no position to lecture anyone. Anyway. <laughs> so I'm just sitting here quietly. Um, but I don't know an Arsenal podcast in the. World. I don't actually I don't know a football podcast in the world in which, before entering the discussion, we just need to check in on who actually watched it. All right, James, uh, all right, mate, all right. <laughs> you know,
2: I missed a couple <laughs> of games.
3: <laughs> Friendlies as well, you know. <laughs> no, no, they should pay okay. your debts, Jordan, that's all oh, I'm well, saying. I didn't want, want to say it. I didn't want to bring it up, Lee. Didn't want to
2: bring it no, up. we no, no. yeah. oh, all out. There's
3: thoughts <laughs> in everybody on this podcast. There's, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, like there's, there's one that don't get to them, one that don't pay his debts, <laughs> one don't watch any football it's just me left I'm real
0: it's just me left because <laughs> you're perfect are
3: you? <laughs> well, well I ain't got much competition have I really <laughs> <laughs>
0: if
1: i get get punished for this lateness here then sorry i'm there's there's a punishment in place for not watching the games as well that's fair that's fair that's fair that's (laughs) fair that's (laughs) fair
2: fair, fair. there'd
4: be no points to take off jordan
2: to be fair what is this That's uh, yes, Lee, I, helped, did, I yeah. did watch it. But Lee, go on.
3: You, 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 yeah, like, um, I, I think me and James spoke about this. Uh, <clears> the, <throat> I was actually buzzing for the game, but I, the atmosphere wasn't as good as what I expected it to be, um, if I'll be really honest. And I think that was down to that we were back and, and there was those little nerves set in. You know, I was certainly nervous. Um, and after that first half, I was even more nervous, I, I can tell you that now. I thought it was going to be one of those games. And um, I, I, I'm not going to lie, you know, I, I think I'm not not alone when I'm saying this. I, I, I was panicking a little bit. Let's get Vieira on, let's get Eddie off, you know what I mean? I heard that a few times and I was sort of agreeing with it, like, you know, because it just didn't, weren't happening for him first half. Um, and I, I, I'm going to say, I, I have to say, I'm going to pay him some tremendous... uh, congratulations for his performance because the mentality of that because I'm pretty sure as he walked in at half time 1-0 people were blaming him and he must have felt that and it it wasn't his fault it wasn't his fault that we was 1-0 down it was just one of those things but there was a lot of pressure on that but I've got to say this, the second half, I thought Arsenal were outstanding. It And I, I actually put on Twitter that it was a big statement win and, and people were taking it, it's only West Ham. I don't care about who it was, It was. <coughs> I care about Arsenal. And Arsenal had to react and they did. And I, I'm pl- so pleased with the way they've done it. And the biggest cheer that I've got, even though it... Knocked me off the top of the table. Thank you, Eddie was the goal that he got like, you know what I mean? It was superb. It was an absolutely brilliant goal from start to finish The build up and, and the turn and finish from him. I actually, um, on, I think, I don't know if it was on one TV for turnaround and said, Oh, it was poor, poor defending. You know what I mean? I can't even give the kid credit for what he done. Like, you know, I thought it was a great, great goal. And that was a big, big boost for us boys for that. And, um, I know it sounds silly, but when you're at the game, you do panic a little bit, and you do have a little bit of nervousness. So I'm not, uh, I'm not having to go out the the, the the atmosphere and all that. I can see why. When you actually get home and watch it again, when I've watched it, um, the extended highlights, and uh, something you should do every now and then, Jordan. But anyway, that's another story like that. You know, so, uh, so we uh, we're we um, I looked at. It. We played really well all game, it, you know. And I, I'm not going to lie, I was panicking at half-time. But when I look back on it, I, I shouldn't have been because we played really, really well from start to finish. It was just um, a, a mad moment. I think Saliba was probably just not quite sharp enough. He got he got better as the game <laughs> went on. But for me, I thought it was a really, really good performance all round from for, for 90 minutes, even though we went a goal down.
1: Yeah, pretty much agree with everything you said there. Now the, the first half, I don't know going in one nil behind it didn't seem like it was the right scoreline considering the, the possession we had the domination it's just that when you look at the chances created that's where we kind of failed to really make the goalkeeper work i think it was one granite jacket shot in the first half when he mm. put that the keeper had to save um aldegaard in that first half he was trying to pick the locks so it wasn't working for him i know in the second he got his two assists eddie uh, uh, you know he had his moments in the first half too but like you said um at times, it just felt like it was going to be one of those days. And um, I did want Vieira on at one point. I wanted oh. Vieira on to get into the to to and Eddie, um, who I would have preferred to be, you know, staying in and around the danger zone to, to you know get at the end of things. But in the end, you know, between Odegaard, Saka, Martinelli, and then Eddie and Ketchia, we we got the job done. And I think it was a well deserved result. Um, we, you started with Eddie, um, so I'll continue with Eddie. He needed that. We needed that. And by we, I mean the fans too, because you know I mentioned on my fan cam how many doubters he he's had and has. I am one of them. Um, but like I said on my fan cam, the best for him is the best for us, and I want the best. For him. I want him to you know shut me up and, and and have other doubters up. And he started in that right manner. Forget Juventus. Forget AC Milan and Lyon. Forget the Dubai Cup and all of that nonsense. This is the Premier League now. This is where you know your, your name is made. This is where your chance is taken and jesus being out for the period he's out for we needed him to come in eddie and hit the ground running and i think he did that against west ham he he got the third goal and it was a beautiful goal as well ball played into him spun the defender without taking a touch and just buried it bottom corner um so yeah big big credit to eddie um before i do move on to other players because there is other players to talk about jordan let's go to you next because i'm (coughs) Yeah, bye, but we will move on to
2: as well yeah it's interesting Lee starting off talking about the atmosphere and saying that it was a bit nervous <clears throat> being there because watching it on TV it felt it looked the opposite it looked like the fans <clears throat> excuse me it looked like the fans were really up for it and boy and so you know Lee was there so I'll, I'll, I'll defer to to him um but on the TV it didn't seem like the fan base were particularly nervous um where I disagree with Lee is the fact where he mentions he was nervous and it was a bit panicky because I actually thought we were playing well enough in the first half that I wasn't panicking. I actually believed that if we keep doing what we were doing, the goal was going to come. There are some games over the years where Arsenal play where you're like, uh, yeah, this is going to be one of those games. <laughs> I can feel it. We're not playing great in this first half. We're one nil down. This is going to be one of those games. I didn't think that. I, I don't think anyone apart from a Spurs fan or a Man City fan ge- would have genuinely, 1 0 down at half time, thought Arsenal are in trouble here because we were doing the right things. And Lee, you mentioned it in the hype when you watched it back on TV. We actually played really, really well. We had no cutting edge in that first half, granted. But I, I wasn't panicky at all. I was actually quite confident that as long as we kept on doing the right things, we would get the goals and we would win the game. West Ham didn't really have... They had the counter-threat. And with Antonio and Bowen, they are... And ben Rama, they are a threat. But I wasn't I wasn't overly concerned about them as long as we kind of handled our own business. So um, I thought it was a great performance from Arsenal. I thought it was really, really good. I was really pleased. Um, on Enquetia, um again, I'm, I'm really glad for him. And he needed a goal. put in the group when it was... 1-1 or 2-1, I put in a group that he needs to score today. There's goals here today and it's not going to be many games where strikers off his level, you think, can get a goal. At home, fan base are up, he's got to score today, if not only for his own confidence, but I think to show the league and the team and the fan base, I can score at this level and I can be the guy to, at least in the short term, um, get Arsenal through this next couple of months. So I thought the goal was really, really crucial and really important. If I'm being super picky, if I'm being super critical, and I'm being uber critical here as well, it was a third goal. And what I, what I mean by that is there'll be games where it will be tight, where we need Eddie and Ketia to get the first goal or the, the goal that puts us in front. When we're two one up and we're on top, those are the easier goals to score. And I'm being, I'm being super critical here because there will be games where it will be tight and you need your forward to be the difference. I remember Lukaku, got accused of that for many, many years. He was very good at getting the second, third and fourth goal. And he was what they call stat pads. Lukaku's a good striker. I don't, I don't want to do Lukaku down. But if you look at the amount of goals of his career, especially at United that he did score, he scored quite a lot of goals. But how many goals were winners? How many goals were the first goal in a, in a, in a, in a crucial game? And the top strikers of which he aims to be, Eddie Ketia, they get the first goal. They get the goal when it's tight. So if I'm being, and I'm being super, I know the comments are going to come for me, but I'm being super critical here. But I'm being critical because it won't be as easy as it was against West Ham, against, say, Brighton, where you're going to need centre-forward to be the difference. But I've got some thoughts on other players as well, but I'll defer to James. But I thought Enketia was brilliant. I am so glad for him. That goal was an Ian Wright-type goal. Mm-hmm. That for me was an Ian Wright. That just it just had flashbacks of Ian Wright for me. The movement, the turn, and the finish. It wasn't Henri. It wasn't Van Persie. It was that was that was Ian Wright his best. And I think if Anyanich is going to be anyone for us this season, it's going to be Silver and He has to be that Silver and guy that comes in, scores seven to ten goals, but in crucial games. So anyway, a big up Ketty. I'm glad he scored. We move. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I,
4: I, and and you know we had to really get onto the comment section didn't we turkish during the watch along because you know it i think it's not everyone and maybe sometimes i'm focusing on the minority because when i was sort of chatting to people about the game you know and the people i sort of talk to often that they were sort of very praising of eddie's performance and also defending him in that first half but you know i think for some people it was oh arsenal 1-0 down having been pretty brilliant all season what's the difference Eddie's leading the line instead of Jesus. Therefore, there's a problem. We haven't scored. And I thought Eddie was far from the problem that first half. I just thought he was looking quite sharp. And I think you could see yeah. there are a couple of turns, twists. There are things he was doing that he'd get the first bit right, then he might lose at the second pass or his flick. You know, he's run in behind and then the flick over the defender. Brilliant, brilliant. And then the left of Zachary gets wrong. I said, yeah. oh, OK, but you can see he was looking sharp and he was doing some nice things. And all the focus on there
2: Listen to The
0: Deal on Spotify.
4: I think we had to look at the fact that, actually, I thought the centre-backs looked a little shaky that first half. Um, I mean, who you quite blame for why the penalty came around? But let's be honest, Saliba doesn't cover himself in glory. Now, I'm going to give him credit in that. I was saying that I really felt he needed to start. What I didn't say in the podcast was I sort of needed him to start because... I think it would have shown me like a level of commitment that I'd have really appreciated. You know, all the players getting back and I wanted to see that he wanted to be available for that game. I no doubt he would be. That's why I never really phrased it in that way. I was delighted he played. But you could see that he was slightly rusty compared to either players that had had the mid-season training or players that had played regularly at the World Cup. He had neither. Um, So it was just a little bit of a rusty performance, but he grew into it and, you know, whatever. Players can make mistakes. He's still incredibly young. And actually he was you know, not at it for his level. Otherwise, Saliba was still very, very good. Um, And that first half, other than that, you know, it's funny because when you look at previous Arsenal games in which they've not scored in a first half or whatever, especially kind of in the first two years of Arteta, we've now just had the third year. In the first two years, it was Arsenal aren't scoring, but they don't really look like they're going to find the openings either. Yeah, there was a lack of real cutting-edge chances and, and, and craft in terms of that first half, you know, in the final third. But generally I thought you could see that if we just, you know, if Odegaard slips it to Martinelli Wide rather than trying to slip it through the the fullback, the fullback and centre back, then maybe, you know, we actually create a chance out of them. There are a few moments like that. And then the second half we got our act together a little bit more efficient in the second half and and we put them to bed. Um so I was delighted and I was really happy for Eddie because I thought I thought he deserved that goal for his performance and mm-hmm. Arteta said as much. Um and it's funny because he he could have not scored that goal. We could have won 3-1. And I would have felt the same about his performance, but a lot of people might not have. So I'm glad he just had that moment that, you know, kind of everyone had that moment of relief, like, oh, OK. You know, at least in the in these level of games, all due respect to West Ham, it was a good side. They didn't play well, but they got very good players. At least, you know, Eddie can score. And, and I think we knew that anyway, but some people needed reminding him, fair enough.
3: I think yeah. when, with Eddie, I think I've got I've got to say sorry, sorry that, that he's not that he's not a Jesus. <clears throat> he's a different a different forward, like in 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 certain things. And I, I, James makes a great point there. He's, he done saying in that first half, and he's just got to lay it off and and we score, and he does doesn't do it straight away. It's like oh, he's not good enough. You know what I mean? That, that, like, uh, and I'm guilty of it. He's but he's not he isn't Jesus in that that area, but. You go back to that goal. I've seen Jesus do that and then you know, miss. Mm. And 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 there's a definite oh that's all right, it's Jesus, but you know, there's there seems to be more emphasis on um, right? Well, Eddie's got to get that goal, which he did. So let's let's say that for, for instance, that's what he did, that's what he done, and he's done that. So if he misplaces a pass like he did in the first half, then you've got to give him the same sort of slack as you give Jesus when he misses chances. Do you see what I'm saying? But there's this thing at this moment with with Eddie, and I feel for him. I really do feel for him because it's, oh, he's not good enough. And I I think, um, you know, people slag him off because he's got the number 14 shirt and things like that. That doesn't bother me. But I I think um, somebody said to me uh, after the game, you know, look at, you know, he come in against Chelsea under pressure. Yeah, you know, I, I remember going to that game, Chelsea, and I'm guilty of it myself. I don't mind admitting it. The fans were going into the game singing, "If Eddie plays for Arsenal, so can I." You know what I mean? Against Chelsea away, and he put in a performance <clears throat> where everybody was singing Eddie, Eddie at the end of it. A little bit like yes uh, on, on 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 the game, um, and I, I thought it was fantastic support um, for him after the game. And I, I will I will say. Uh, um, the, the fans and that are going to back him, and I just think that they're going to back him. But there's always that niggling doubt in the back of your mind that he's not good enough. We, and I, he, that's a real tough thing for him to to um, to say. Just one thing on the fans, I will say that when we went one nil down, I thought the, we, we got behind the team really, really well. You can hear you know? that. That, that. You can was, hear that that was there. Um, Even though I felt there was a little bit of a nervousness around, the, 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 there was no moaning or groaning, and it was a good a good response. And by the end, by the way, it was a you know, uh, fantastic for the whole, you know, the whole fan base at the end was singing Eddie, Eddie. And, and that, you know, that I think can be a very redefining very moment to, to him. You know, uh, if he could goes on there and next one against Brighton, and I I, I, I know that people might criticize you Jordan for what you're saying, but you know what, that's a great point that you said about him. You know, if he can get the winner against Brighton now, then it's two in two. And, and, you know, I, I think he done really well yesterday. Uh, on, I'm sorry, when, Boxing Day, I thought.
4: Yeah, Eddie played well. I do, I do. I do want to say as well. I mean, the way I was talking there, sort of like, you know, ha, he proves some of you wrong. But 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 I'm not. Again, I feel like I need to tell this point. I'm not trying to say, you know, ah, oh, see, Eddie's world class. You're all right. It's not about. But there's just like such a. There is such a negativity towards on one side. But I feel the need to kind of like, to almost, call, yeah, and call it out more. Um, and I know that no one on this pod, nor most people I speak to, actually even feel you know, that way about Eddie Nketiah at all. But, um, you know, whether they rate him massively or not. But I just, you mean know, you were there during the watch along Turkish. You know, I, I honestly, I couldn't believe how much people were pointing the finger in that direction, you know, for, for, for what was going wrong. And, you know, he, he, he does feel like the kind of player who every bad pass, I mean, actually Dan Potts said it on full time, you know, every bad pass is going to be looked at more than any other bad pass. You know, Odegaard. I was watching a um, Odegaard um, comp. You know, one of those that goes around on Twitter, and he was sensational. My man of the match. Don't get me wrong, but that comp in- included quite a few misplaced passes. And he was getting credit for the attempt. You know, <laughs> you know that you know, that Xhaka one in, but you know the one we runs in behind. Um, yeah, you know, and it was like you know they were, oh, what vision. It's like yeah, okay, but it didn't get to him, did it? You know, so. It, you know what, I'm saying is, look at the way Odegaard is sometimes viewed as well. The, the attempt and the idea was brilliant, so you know, we're going to chuck it on this Twitter comment, And it was a great comp, by the way, he was fantastic. My point is, I don't know why Eddie is just judged so differently. Maybe it's because he doesn't have the history that Odegaard has in terms of performances the last year and a half, maybe it's because of the doubt, maybe it's because of the lack of depth on the bench, and it's because ultimately people are keeping this frustration of. Yeah, cool. We have Eddie, but we know we need more. We need to do business. It could be any of those things, but I just feel the need to kind of stick up for him even more recently, um, and I'm just so happy for him.
2: On sorry, contact so you can
1: pick up. No, I, I was going to say, you know, I, I've definitely been one of those fans that haven't rated him, and and like i mentioned before, um, I've had big doubts about it. But once the contract was signed and the shirt was given, this and it did, it did, you know. Um, grind my gears at the time but when i look at the transfer window and i look at the business we've done and i look at the money we spent and then i look at the money we spent over the last year before that too um missing out the january window of course i thought to myself it's something the club probably had to do um show a bit of faith and you know commitment and you know spend the money wisely in other areas because we haven't got an endless pit of money like some other clubs do Uh, and i just thought to myself listen I hope Jesus doesn't get injured this season because I have my doubts of Eddie, but he did get injured. And, and you know, the pressure we talk about now, it it can be make or break. And I just keep on going back to that Eddie moment with Sambi Lukonga on all or nothing when, you know, Sambi seemed a bit down about not playing enough games. And Eddie was kind of like, listen, who, who are you? Like, you have to, you know, you know, we're all in the same sort of position here. You know, we all want to play more games. And, and I feel like his character is one that can use this pressure and use this doubt in his favour. Um, mm. It's his time now. He's no longer a young player. He's 23, turning 24 um, this coming year. He's had more than a handful of games for Arsenal, both starting and off the bench over the years. He's had a couple of lone spells. You know, he, he, he done well at the end of last season. And Arteta showed faith in him not only at the end of the contract, but towards the end of the season when he was asked about Eddie, he said, you know, if if Eddie hasn't played enough, it's on me. It's not on him. He has the qualities. He's shown me enough to to, to be a part of the squad. Um, But his chance came in the end with Lacazette misfiring or not firing at all, to be honest, not even misfiring. And now it's just Eddie's chance. And I hope he he takes it on and, and scores against Brighton. I think it was Jordan last show that said, it'll probably be unfair to expect them to score against the Tottenham's and Man United's and Man City's and decide those games. But the West Ham's, the Brighton's, mm-hmm. dare I say the Newcastle's, even though Newcastle are, are flying high at the moment and have hit the ground running off the back of the World Cup too, those are the games I'm looking at and saying, Eddie, you know, over these, over these 16 games you're about to play, maybe more, maybe less, depending on Jesus' injury stuff, nine, ten goals out of you? I think but that's that, a great return and-
2: it, it, the things I, I saw, I think it was your show, Turkish, with Robbie, where you did a, you were talking about Eddie and Ketia. And one of you asked the other one, um, how many goals do you expect from Eddie and Ketia? And I think the question is valid, but for me, it's not even about... I think you all agreed on like. I think you said 10 goals between now and, now. One, and it, me
1: and Laurie.
2: Was it you and Laurie? That's right, yeah. yeah so I said yeah.
1: nine, he said 10, yeah. Right, yeah.
2: T- 10 goals would be great. For me, what's more important is who are you scoring against? because he could score 15 goals, but if he's scoring, as I mentioned, the goals, the third, fourth and fifths or against, you know, the teams. um, me, Me personally, I'm looking for him to score goals against the teams from sixth down. From sixth place down, I'm looking for him to score. And if he gets seven goals, but there's seven winners against West Ham, Leicester, Wolves, Palace, whatever it may be, I'd much rather take that than him scoring in a 3 1 defeat to Man City. Or because I don't think he's of that level to be the guy to, to to lead us to a victory against a city or a Liverpool. So for me, how many goals he scores between now and May is up for debate. We could discuss that. But for me, what's more important is who are you scoring against and under what circumstances? That for me is more, is almost more important than him getting 10 goals. I'll take five winners. Five goals, but they're five winners. I'll take that that's 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 15 points do you know what i mean so um that for me is more 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 important and i just say um, broadly on the team what i think we're doing really well which i really really like and we're getting better at is the recycling of attacks and what i mean by that is we had west ham penned in for large parts of that match and we've been, we've been over the years quite bad at keeping the pressure on but what i noticed on on monday was that when we didn't get the first one, it was go again, get it wide, get it back to the midfield To In basketball, we call it swing it. Goes to the right. No, nothing there. Cool, back to centre. Try the left again. Nope, try dink it in. And you try different things to get a goal. But it's just keeping that pressure on and believing it's a pressure cooker. But the more chances you, that you create, the more you keep them penned in, the more chance of scoring a goal you're going to have. And we're getting very, very good at that. I think Eddie and Keta, I will give Man of the Match, just because I think of the pressure he was under and he got the goal. But the, I thought the two midfield, um, he who shall not be named and Partey, I thought were absolutely brilliant. I thought Partey was brilliant in that first half in particular at just being the lock and the safety, just being that guy that everyone was going forward, I'm going to protect and mop up. I thought Partey in that first half was brilliant. I thought the second half of it was good. He Who Shall Not Be Named, I thought again was phenomenal. I thought he was brilliant. Odegaard got man of the match. He wasn't my man of the match, but I think in that second half he was the best player on the pitch um, as well. I'm not gonna wax lyrical about Saka too much because I've done that in the past, but I think we just have to, he reminded us in that second half in particular, we have got an absolute star on our hands. Saka is an absolutely phenomenal talent. I just I can't talk talk you know well enough about him. Um, and finally, just going back to the penalty that they that we conceded, I think it was James mentioned um, Saliba being rusty and who was at fault. I think the initial error was um, Saliba's error. I think he, he went to jump and he missed he missed he mistimed missed um, a bouncing ball. I'd actually kind of put a bit of blame on Partey. I think it's the one thing Partey got wrong. I think we have to look at where the protection was in that particular part of the pitch, I'm not sure I'll put all the blame on Saliba. I think I think there's a lack of that layer of protection from our midfield, of which I put it on Partey, that I thought was maybe there was some blame there as well. Um, but, you know, Saliba, it's, it's one bad game from Saliba. You can put, put it down to rustiness. It didn't cost us in the end. But I just thought the constant learning of how to recycle the ball and get it back to him shall not be named, then Partey dinks it, then Odegaard does something, that constant ramping up of pressure over a very confined period of time, I thought was really impressive from Arsenal.
4: Yeah, and and Arsenal have done that now against Tottenham in the second half. Yes. You know, 1-1 at half time and, and um, really it was the second half, OK, they got a red card, but we, we were 2-1 up at that point and we just death by a thousand passes. Same as Liverpool. I remember thinking, oh, God, you know, here we are. We're, we're three to up against Liverpool, 20 minutes to go. We scored the pen, and we're going to have to really hold on for this. But actually, we just kept moving it around, kept passing the ball, kept making them work for it. Um, and then the one that impressed me most was Stamford Bridge. Again, you're away at Chelsea this time. <clears throat> the crowd, you know, you're thinking they're going to get behind. 30 minutes to go. They're going to stick it on you now because this is this is it. That sometimes, Sometimes football matches... And the way it goes is just dictated by, well, what both teams need. Arsenal help they needed, they are 1-0 up, Chelsea needed a goal. But no, if anything, we look more like scoring. Um, so that ability to, to, to sustain attacks um, and just keep the game controlled and just in the air of the pitch we want um, is, is so impressive. And it's also i saying on Twitter and they're so right. You know, the minute Zinchenko came on, I don't know about you guys, but I just felt so comfortable because... You just knew he'd come in, and we'd keep possession, and we'd keep moving it around, and that was it.
3: Listen, a great, great you brought that up, James, because I, I think he was, he made an influence in that game without even playing, because the game was one nil down. He he come out for the warm up to, to warm up, and he went straight up to the north bank and started encouraging them. Like I've never seen that from from a player before. And the crowd started roaring and getting behind the team, and you know what I mean. And um, it was like he just he just ran up, you know, he just he was he jogging up and it, and you know, and then he just went, "Come on, come on!" And the crowd reacted to that, and then he brought that onto his performance as well. That's a substitute, you know. I, I that that I was so impressed with that, and and he did get the crowd up. He was one nil down when he done that. I'm not saying that he was the one that won us the game, but like that, that, that just shows you what we've got with this team. You know, what I mean, I don't know if you noticed it when Eddie scores, all the substitutes are all mm. piling on there as well. Like, mm. I always think that's a good thing because mm. substitutes going to be disappointed they're not playing, but that you can tell that there is a real group of they're all in it together. Like, you know, and, and and one of the great like you know, and it's not the greatest. Thing, I've had like all my Spurs relatives around. um, over the, over the of Christmas, of course, and um, you know, as I was going to the game, you know, um, you know, I hope you have a good day, but I hope you lose. You know, what I mean, those little snide comments that Spurs <laughs> fans do. Apparently, they, I hate West Ham, but there they are, cheering on the Hammers. You know what I mean? So this <laughs> is great. Like, you know, when I got home, they was all really doom and gloom, and and, and I actually talking to them, they turned around and said. I hate to admit this. I love it when they say that Spurs fans. <laughs> I hate to admit this. But you're a good team. You're a really good team and the, like they're going the way you win the ball back, the way mm. you do this, the way you do that. And you you do see it differently as a fan because I'm going to that game, you know what I mean? Worried that we, you know, we're five points clear. Do you know what I mean? Like, but we're worried our momentum's gonna look lo- you know, oh, we're gonna lose to Brighton now, we're gonna do this. Other teams that we've don't have that, that invested sort of interest, you know what I mean? Like, because you, you I, 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 I hope you know what I mean. They yeah. was just, I, I said, you know, at one nil down, and I asked a question, I said, at one nil down, did you think like, um, you know, we come back, and, and, and one, uh, one one of them turned around and said, uh, if it was in the 89th minute, I might have started getting a little bit comfortable but he was always winning that game. Ooh. You know, and oh, I love that. That's from Spurs fans. You know what I mean? <laughs> so we are, we are doing something right. Well, you know, we've all just spoke about it and all that, long, but when opposition fans are saying it, Oh, Oh, I thought it was all going to go. Now nah, you lost Jesus. Nothing changed. That's what one of them turned around and said, like, you know what I mean? I thought we might, have, but nothing changed. Oh, I like that.
2: I just made two quick points. Um, on Lee, Lee makes a really good point. I wanted to mention actually, I forgot, but he's reminded me. Another thing that I was impressed by, another basketball term, turnovers. The amount of time he won the ball back, just Brilliant. cleanly, like re- just really good tackles. Not even like, I-, I was just really impressed in that first half in particular. The amount of times we just won the ball back, really cleanly and really well. I was really impressed. Impressed with. And just, sorry, going back to Nketiah, the point I, I forgot to make, which I was going to make is we're being very complimentary about Nketiah and, and rightfully so. But if this team think they can win the Premier League, they have to buy. Nketiah, as good as he is, he's not going to spearhead Arsenal to a title challenge, uh, to a title win. He just won't. He's, he's, he's of a certain level. But if the board and the manager feel that this team can win the Premier League, they have to go sign a striker in this window. Coming up, they have to because In Nketia can do a job. I think with Nketia, I think we're confident that we can wrap up a top four spot. He doesn't win the title. We don't win the, t- we do not win this league with Nketiah at the helm for the two or three months Jesus is out. So for me, if they believe that they can win this league, they have to buy a striker in the window. And I'm not talking about Mudrick, I'm talking about a striker.
3: They have to get a striker in if they believe they can win the title. C- can I just make one point as well? Another point, forgetting about Eddie and all that. I've got to say this now. How good was Ben White again? Yeah. I've got to say this now, you know what I mean? If, if you know, I don't blame him. I'll actually put it out there. I don't blame him. When I watched Dyer uh, the game before, and if he's getting in front of him, I don't care whether he's a right back or not, he's not playing for England. This, this is on Southgate now for not giving him, you know what I mean? So he is... By far, England's best defender at this moment in time. I I don't care what anybody says. I thought he was absolutely superb. You know, and do you know what I'm going to say this about him now? I think he can play anywhere. I think he's that good. I think he's just got ability. He's very, very calm on the ball, which... By the way, Maguire gets all the sort of praise for. He brings the ball out. How many times did he bring the ball out from, from defence into midfield and, and comfortably pass and things like that? And when, you know, um, when he has to defend, he defends. I tell you what, I don't know if you see that, better armor. He'd he, he done one run, which I thought, my God, how fast is he? He'd done this and done that. But did he get past Ben White? Not really. No, no. Who gets past Ben White? He's, like, a, unbelievable
2: he, he's actually making me think he might be a better right back than a centre-back He's re, he is impressing me at right. you know I've had my reservations about Ben not yeah, reservations, I've, that, yeah. I've, I've not been totally sold on Ben White you're right to flag him, he was good again he was good again, yeah. he, was, he was comfortable he I was comfortable something came out
1: recently that, that, that was it Arteta oh, that said, maybe James can confirm but something come out recently that said it was always the plan when he came in that he'd move to the right back slot once Saliba came yeah. in um. So credit to credit to Arteta. I think and, and Edu. Who, he, he would say that. He managed well.
2: <laughs> managed managed, managed,
1: managed. Like, It was so flawless. I think me and James even spoke about it in the summer. As soon as Saliba came in, he was straight in at centre back. True. true he was straight in there. First first pre season friendly, no messing about. Ben White then moved to right back, and considering, well, Tomiyasu wasn't fit and ready in, in pre season, but considering we had a right back that a lot of us seemed happy with more than content with um for ben white to be moved immediately there and maintain his space from that 1st preseason friendly up until now i think that is testament to the 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 bigger picture and the bigger plan moving forward and, I, and I, that's sorry, 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 on. no i mean he, he he his performances go under the radar yeah. and long may that continue i think <laughs> lee's definitely right to to flag it but you know as long as he keeps performing the way he's performing um I don't care. I don't care who notices him and who doesn't. He's an Arsenal player. We spent big on him and he he's he's achieving.
4: Yeah. And and I am starting to think more and more that he could play midfield. I mean, that little touch for the uh third goal, mm. you know, he just sort of dinks it past Ben Rahm. I mean, is is uh there was a few nutmegs. I mean, the the close control in tight spaces and the composure suggests he could, you know, easily play midfield if ever needed. That's probably the only other position I could see him actually getting genuine minutes in. But the fact that he's, you know, excelling, I thought he had a good season last year. Didn't he, he had an mm-hmm. amazing season? I thought he had a good season. Mm-hmm. Um You know, I, I think he's absolutely excelling at right back. I sort of, not that I'd want to test this. I mean, I love William Saliba, but I'd like to see him at centre back now, just, like just for a game to see how he'd be, you know? Um would he, be, would he be quite as brilliant? Is it something to do with the fact that also you get forward a lot? Do you remember there was one moment in the watch along where we were kind of watching the Arsenal sort of pass you know, pass around the midfield and we were like, where's Ben White? Yes, and then, yeah. He, yeah, just in behind. And it was like, you know, the fact that we've got that as well, um, I, I'm really, really happy for him. And he does just kind of go through the game quite understated. He's kind of, like, I don't know if he's had a less than eight out of 10 performance this season or less than a seven or eight out of 10, but, mm. you know, there's kind of always another that's been a nine in the game.
0: Mm. Um,
4: he has been one of the top, three
1: players of the season so far for Arsenal. So I'm, I'm absolutely delighted for him. Seven, eight
3: every game so far this season. Yeah. It was, it, sorry, guys, there was a it was a bit in the first half, I don't know if you remember it, when, when they bombarded us over on the right-hand side and I actually turned around uh, and we dealt with it fantastically well. And probably no one would recognise it. No one would say it like, you know, but two years ago with Mustafi and Bellerin there, we would have been all over the shop. But we snuffed it out, dealt with it. It was Ben Ben White and and Saliba. Just, I think Ben White made the it was a very, very good deep cross. Ben White made the header. Saliba cleared it. They made it look simple. We haven't had that for a very, very long while. Defenders making things look simple. Mm. We are a very, very good defensive side now. We've been shaky over the few years. And it's, you know what I mean, with 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 players. But these guys. When it matters, defend well. I thought we had a couple of shaky moments, um, certainly in the first half, and they looked very, very dangerous on the break. But what was very, very good about that performance was second half, we snuffed it out. They they caused us a few problems in the first half, winning for headers and all that. But I, I'm pretty sure Arteta got onto them and said, right, now, come on. Do your jobs. This is what you get paid for. And we didn't crumble, boys. We, we said, right, okay, yeah, we do. And you have to have that base if you go on and win games 3-1 and things like that. You have to have that base where you've got to defend solid and defend high up, risk defending, you know what I mean? Like, But we, we do that. Now, I've seen Arsenal in the past, when things have gone on us, drop. And then that allows things to happen. We go all right, okay. Well, no, we're 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 going to back ourselves and we're going to push forward and defend. And I think that Ben White's got to take a lot of credit for that. I actually thought, if you look look on it, I thought Tierney had a a, a tough, tough, tough evening. Yep. and he's a proper left back. You know what I mean? Like, and I'm not not having a go at him here when I say this. he had a tough evening. He came through it in the end, but it was tough. Mm-hmm. Ben White strolled through it, mm-hmm. strolled through it. You know, big, big, big up to him. Like, you know what I mean? I think he's better than. Uh, the, he's, I know Saliba's getting a great praise at, but if I was to say right who's been the best player in midfield this season you've got to debate you know you've got to debate who's, who's out the front three Saka, Martinelli and Jesus our best defender this season for me has been Ben White
2: Jordan I agree. Ooh, that's a good, good that's a good debate that I,
1: is Gabriel and Saliba both made a few mistakes over the season I don't remember a Ben White one off yeah. the top of my head
2: no I think he's probably right there I think like, he, yeah
1: yeah, yeah. Very
4: unusual, crazy. but yeah he is right. Um
2: Jordan I want to ask what you made of uh, Arsene Wenger being back. Uh I thought it was interesting. Right point um, the the timing. Um apparently the players didn't know he was going to be there until the fans started cheering and it was obviously it was on the big screen. Um Yeah I saw I don't watch all the fan cams but I saw I watched Dan Potts as one I like Dan Potts. Um, and I saw he mentioned, he made a point that he thinks that maybe there's something happening there where he may be integrated into the club again in some form. Um, but maybe, I don't know what kind of role he would play, especially being the, the you know, the, the role that he has at FIFA. I don't know if there's a possible conflict there. I don't know. Um, or if it was just a case of, look, they, the, the club just thought, you know, bygones be bygones. He, you know, for we'll bygones be bygones, let's, 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 you know, head in. Um, but it was good to see him there. Really good to see him there. I'm glad the, I'm glad the fans gave him the, the, the chant and the, the, the sing song that he deserved. Um, I've always got a bit of a slight hesitation about calling him a footballing legendary manager. Um, an Arsenal legend, for sure. Um, I'm not quite sure if he's in the football, is he in the Premier League manager legend bracket, if I'm honest. It's the, it's a debate for me. But, you know, it ended, it ended poorly for, for us Wenger, But let's not forget that he's probably our most successful manager ever. Um, and what he gave to us, and let's, let's just remember that. And I think it was good to have him there. Good to acknowledge him. It would have been good to get him on the pitch at half-time, maybe. But maybe I'd have been a bit too cheesy. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, good. Good. I, 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 I'm happy. I'm glad. He should be back. There should be a stand named after him, in my opinion. Um, so it was good. Yeah, I
4: wasn't. I wasn't so. I mean, I was also chatting to Dan about that on full time. I thought it was very interesting. It's not the first time we've heard things like that. I think even Arteta's alluded to, you know, maybe something like that in the future. Maybe I think well over a year ago that was discussed or that was sort of you know a rumor. But I, I think at the time I'd have said, you know, maybe like a year ago I'd have said, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm sure he's still got a lot to offer, blah blah. But the, I really liked his return and I thought it was perfect and I know actually I kind of want that to be that I agree he comes back to the yeah, every now and I again agree. yeah he watches the games you know he had access to the changing room after to meet the players and that's mm-hmm. fantastic I love all that give him give him the keys let him you know go where he wants rock up to London Carney wherever he fancies it I've got no problem with that but I, I, I actually prefer that rather than Things are going amazing, right? Things change in football very, very quickly. A couple bad transfer windows or Arsenal are languishing in third, fourth, they're not really kicking on. You know, I think questions start to be asked of everyone. You know, the players, Arteta, people upstairs, what are they doing? And I just think more than ever, we look beyond just managers and players. And I'm sort of, I don't really want, you know, I, I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I don't really want Arsenal Wenger to be a part of all that again. I just like him coming back
2: once a season. Because... Just come to the ground, wave yeah. to the fans. You know, yeah, I'm with you, James. I, I
3: just think with Arsenal Wenger, it was. I'm going to say classy. I just think he's class. It was classy, think, yeah. Um, he's come four years. He's come when when Arsenal are on form, playing well. So there's none of that what's gone at Man United over the last few years oh, seeing no. Ferguson there. Not having a go at Alex Ferguson when he's going there but it puts pressure on. I don't care what anybody says. Arson Wenger stayed away from it. Um, I, I think that there's still a few fans that won't forgive him for what, for what he's done or whatever at this moment of time. Time is a healer. Um, and I, I think that it was the perfect timing, you know what I mean? Like, um, when things are going well, he, he, he come along and uh, do you know what else? He didn't make no song and dance about it. No one knew he was there. Mm. I, classy. I, I, c- classy. I, you know, he could have come around and like made himself visible earlier on. And he, he, didn't, he just sneaked in at the back there watched the game. And it wasn't until someone put the camera on him that, that, mm. that they see it. And I, I just think that that just shows you what, he, what he's like. Um, Yes, he probably did stay too long in the job and all that, but it, uh, and we've all criticised him. Lots of fans have criticised him for that. Uh, like, but ultimately, he has been a fantastic manager for Arsenal. I will will say that um, he changed the Premier League in, in my my eyes, um, and and just a fitting game for him to come back to, like you know. But um, and I'm probably like they've asked him to come back at times, and do you know what he's probably thought. Yeah, I could come back, but the team's not quite where I want it to be for, for him to do that. And I, I just think it was, you know, I, I
2: think there was intentionally between him and the club. I don't think it ended particularly well.
3: they was there yeah. uh, as well, Josh Kroenke and. Um, but that's what they, I mean. I think that made he still turn up for that game.
2: That's true, but um, I think the reason why he's not been back to the Emirates is not so much. Yeah, I think there's a little bit of that. I, I think know. I think he didn't like the way that he was kind of. He feels I think he was hounded out. He was forced out. Mm-hmm. I think that, that for a few years. Was a and bit of a sore sore spot, and, for both. and I
3: can understand that. But but you know he's forgiven that. Like, uh, um, and, and um, I just think it was just perfect timing. I have to say that mm.
4: the time the timing was really good. Sorry, sorry, time, sorry. The, the timing was really good because I mean, listen, Arteta can't predict that we are you know we're going to win three one. It's going to be entertaining. But you know, he came back for the Boxing Day match. Um, we'd all been away for a while. I think while the fans have been amazing all season, I mean, doesn't that just lift you even more when you do see Wenger pop up on the screen? And, you know, there's little things that Gren, you know, mentioned in tactical insight, like, you know, Eddie, you know, he gave Eddie his debut, you know, and little things like that. And he gets his goal and, you know, Hairland as well, you know, playing their big part in that win. And, um, you know, there was just kind of a lot that, you know, Thierry Omri in the buildings are covering it for Amazon Prime and he got to chat to Sacra and Arteta as well. There was, it was a kind of a really perfect day, you know, and you had the Mudrik stuff. We haven't even covered that. probably won't have time to. But, you know, yeah. the, the Mudrik stuff was another thing that mm. kind of came out before that. And I think all these things were really good for Arsenal in terms of just picking up momentum again and almost like injecting that feel-good, back to straight back in because after a break you can have the best fans in the world it is difficult it's difficult after five six weeks off an injury to your key player and you know that tension okay so where's everything going to be i think all these things were brilliant the performance on the pitch on the players fantastic and then everything surrounding it i think was james, really james important as well.
2: so, sorry i don't, I don't run, run a short time but james just talking there it actually was the perfect evening one nil down came back Wenger's there, Henri's there, yeah. Ketia scores, Jesus was there as well, just kind of to see and support the side. Apparently at halftime, he was supporting the guys and talking them up as well. You know, an evening game, good goals. It was probably, you know, the Mudrick thing coming out. It probably was the perfect evening in a way. Everything kind of went 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 our way. You know, Spurs lose or drawing early yeah. in the day. It, it was, you know, it was, it was, a, it was a brilliant... Well, day. except,
1: really except for Turkish getting a score, right? It was perfect.
2: Apart from that, apart from yeah.
1: that, yeah, it was a Listen, brilliant... on Wenger, awesome really? before we get into <laughs> scores and prediction tables and all that, I'm not sure I brought it up already, but I'm going to make sure I bring it up again. <laughs> um, on awesome Wenger, I've, I've got a... Shameless,
2: shameless Turkish. It is what it is. Um, on
1: Arsene Wenger, I've got a bit of stick about, you know, saying that it's good to see him back, because obviously a lot of people know how I felt about him towards the end. I was, you know, very much... Um, you know, against him continuing his management and Arsenal because of, you know, where we was and continually being top four. And I, I put a lot of that blame on the Cronkies, as people know, but I just felt like Wenger was the shield to it all. And over time, that kind of told me that, you know, enough was enough. But I want people to understand, you know, you all mentioned timing and timing is key here. Arteta's managed to refresh the whole squad since Wenger's left. There's one player in the starting eleven from the Wenger era, and that's Xhaka. And he's reinvented Xhaka as well. He's and in Kete. Them... Yeah, yeah Nketi. Sure, in Kete yeah, Kete but I know you have you know, mean. young player. He's got rid of the Mustafis and the Ozil's and the Bellerins and the, the players that really, in my opinion, caused, you know, Wenger's downfall in the end. He trusted them players and them players really let him down, let us down, let the club down. But the timing is perfect because, you know, it's a new era now. I'm not saying this new era is going to take us to the league, but it's a new era of hope and belief. Mm-hmm. And that is what it means to be a, a football fan, an Arsenal fan. You need to have hope. You need to have belief. Mm-hmm. And a lot of that dwindled under Wenger's last year. So I am glad to see him back. It is nice to see him back. I agree with James. I'd like to see it sporadically you know, every season. Not not too much. I, I'm, I'm not sure about a role in the club at the moment, considering how well it's going with the team in place now. But... You know, now I can look back and remember the good times. I don't want to be remembering the bad times. Yes, I will touch on the bad times if we have a poor January window. And I have to mention that Cronkies haven't learned their lesson from those times we was finishing top four. I will mention it. But Arsenal this season and and that points last season have made me, you know, concentrate on the, the the new era, the future more so than the past and the rot that was created. So, I think in the, in a timing sense. That was perfect as well for Arsene Wenger. and um, James mentioned. You know Mudrick. We're probably not. We were not going to get a chance to talk about that considering it. will coming up to an hour now. We haven't even mentioned Odegaard. Who listen? Credit to Jordan who mentioned Partey and Xhaka. And in terms of winning the ball back and recycling the ball, they was key to that. But for me, Odegaard a cut above the rest. I think someone that you know has had many doubts himself since he signed for us. Is, the,
2: is there a better midfielder? Is there a better midfielder in the Premier League now apart from De Bruyne?
4: I'm inclined to say yes, but I don't know who. <laughs>
2: um,
1: in, you know,
4: current form, um, United fans would say Casemiro, but very different type. Yes,
1: yeah, so that's a CDM though, isn't it? So, yeah, we're yeah, talking at attacking midfielder number 10. Almiron. Almoron, yeah, definitely shout. Almiron definitely shout. But listen, oh the gods a conductor. Mm, he, yeah. he, 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 he's someone I've mentioned it cultured. He, 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 he's someone that you know, in the first half. He, he was the standout for me. He was trying to pick the locks. It wasn't working. But um, second half, you know, take shots and you might score goals. And he took a shot. It was a misplaced shot, but it lands right into Saka's path. And that's what gets us back into the game What within five minutes of the second half starting. And then, you know, he got the assist for the third goal too. He was the catalyst for most of our moves. That nutmeg the nutmeg yeah. on Paquetta, I think. Was it Paqueta? Yeah. yeah, I think it was Piquetta, the nutmeg. Even down to when Suchek was was sitting on the ball and then he went and just mm. lifted Suchek's leg off. It was just a, a bit of Housery as well for mm. him. So for me, Odegaard was man of the match clear. I know Eddie scored a goal. I know Saka brought us back into it. I know Ben White was great. But for me, Odegaard was a cut above the rest. And oh. I'm glad he's finally kind of getting the numbers that people are asking for him to get alongside like the performances.
2: We're mm. we going to discuss this very, super briefly, the game. Um... Uh, the Bryan game just—I yeah, in mean, yeah. seconds now. Yeah, because I—I—I I didn't think a performance was important against West Ham. Just a result. We actually got both, in my mm-hmm. opinion. But I think this is a game where the performance is important. I think Brighton are not a joke team. Brighton are a serious mm-hmm. team on a good run of form. Um, well, I say that, I think they were playing well before the before the World Cup no, South started.
1: Southampton three one. They're no, but
2: bef- before the World Cup, I can't remember the results before the World Cup. So oh. I mean, I, they I, I were, I were solid
4: for sure. For sure, they
2: yeah. It's, it's, an important, it's, it's, an, it's an important game where we're going to have to bring our A game um, because, yeah, Brighton, they're not a joke. This, this, they're not West Ham, <laughs> put it that way. Yeah. So And City, in the time recording, Manchester City are, are playing tonight. And I think they'll beat Leeds. So they're the yardstick. We need to keep that five-point buffer. For me, But by, by the time we get to the Man City game, that, that's my target for now. Try and keep a four five-point buffer before you get to the City game.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, what's um what's Brighton's manager? Is it Deserbi? Is it? Is it yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, he's come in and kind of slotted in after mm. seamlessly, oh, well. if not better, much better than expected. So, you know, and, and their first game back, three one away win against Southampton. Listen, Southampton are the greatest side. They're in the relegation zone, but when you're away from home, a three one win is always is always welcomed. Listen. Last season, we tended to go into lineups and thoughts for the next game, but I think the, the lineup picks itself. There's not much thought that needs to go into that. So, I will bring the league table up again. Um, there we have it. No, oh, you got a smile from me. <laughs> you got a smile. Oh <laughs> know
3: the point's getting knocked off, because I know the <laughs> man.
1: Listen, Sheroy, I just want to add to my defence that I've got a two-year-old son as well, and it will it, it will absolutely kill him. <laughs>
2: We shameless. Shameless. I, I,
1: I've been telling <laughs> him. I'm
2: Absolutely shameless. I'm shameless. He's using his, using, his, using his little son to try and get these points on the board. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing.
3: Yeah. I, I actually <laughs> think you should just have a point deducted for that. <laughs> that <alarm>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I can hear him crying that <laughs> Uncle Lee wants a point taken off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I told you he's a bad man. I told you. I like. <laughs>
4: He's just woken
1: it up now to make a joke. <laughs> 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 ah, cool. So, a little change to proceedings. I'm top of the league, so I'm going to go first with prediction.
2: Can I, can I just say, before you predict Turkish, I've already got my score in my head. So, just so you know, I'm not copying any of yours. I've got my score in my head. So, if it happens to be the same as your score, I'm just saying. Sorry, um, but not sorry. Sorry, um, go on. I'm
1: going to go... Two one Arsenal. Two <laughs> one Arsenal. Ah, uh, Jordan, please change the score in your head. Please change the score in your head. It's not my gonna... turn yet. It's not my
2: uh, turn
3: yet. Two one <laughs> to the Arsenal. Lee, that's what I was going to go with. Two one. Um, I'm going to uh, change that now uh, to two 0 Clean sheet. Oh. Yeah. I I yeah. I also thought
4: two 0 you know, Brighton are that kind of team that the way they play. I, I think if we're on it, everybody like really on it, then I think I think we'll beat them. I really do. But we're slightly off it becomes a little bit of an open game.
3: They can really hurt you. Um, also, defensively, we're much much better away from home than we are at home.
4: That
3: is uh, true. I we we can that. see goals like you know, uh, we could, you know, we can see more goals at home. So. I was going to go 2-1, but I just... I knew that he was going to say that, so <laughs> I thought I, I add it in the background for a 2 2-0. Come hey, on, you st- You've you yeah. jinxed
4: it now, so we're probably going to concede to... Nah, no, no, uh, James. Stick
3: with me, son. Stick with
4: me. I, I, I'm going to trust the team. They've earned that
1: uh, 2-0 Arsenal. Okay, so I've gone 2-1. Lee and James have gone 2-0. Jordan?
2: Is McAllister back yet? I think he should be. Yeah, he cool. should be back for this one. It's a whole
4: five, six days after the last... Yeah, season. yeah. To be and if they're not, by the way, they're having a very good time. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, it's a two-week party, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Would you want
1: to go back to Brighton after winning a World Cup? Uh, of true, team, true, right?
2: true, 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 true. Um, Turkish, sorry, mate. Um, it was, it was, it was too, it was too, I had
3: in my head. <laughs> <laughs> James, we're, we're moving on up, moving on up. It, it, was, it was quite lasted. Turkish. Right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My son's crying again. That's it.
3: <laughs> I'll let you off that point deduction now. I can you some <laughs> <down> anyway. <Yeah. laughs> sorry, He's mate. we always
0: trying to bring top spot so- down. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry
2: mate. Um yeah, two one Arsenal, I think.
4: Can I just say, Jordan? You've got No
2: you can't, no,
3: you right can't, point. Jake. No, you can't. You can't say it. You can't say it. You've got to get one right at some point. You'd think, <laughs> wouldn't mean, you? You'd think. Yeah, not this one, James. Not this one there. We don't want this one coming up. i there? we Did you get any
4: right last season? No. No. no.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: we did we did Cup as well. <laughs>
4: So, through or not, no, nah,
0: they'll get knocked out. So
1: you didn't
3: get uh, as, you, as one you ran up. do? You know, he, he lost <laughs> a raffle once, Jordan. Right? He, this is true, right? Jordan, he told me this the other day. He lost the raffle, right? He was the only one that had, had a ticket. You know? <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one that bought the ticket, and he still lost. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right, I'm going to wrap
1: it up because it's <laughs> past the hour and I can see, you know, backgrounds backgrounds causing a bit of an issue for Lee and Jordan. I know I was late. Yeah, they're all I'm waking up. up
3: there. They're all waking up, My, my ass. No, they've, got, <laughs> they've got perfect timing.
1: Just for the audio listeners, I am top 21 points after a correct score. Lee is in second place, 20 points. James is in third on 18 points and Jordan sits in fourth on 15 points after 22 games played, 22 predictions. We'll see how that ends and we'll see what Shiroi makes of the point deduction. Like I said, you're my brother, Sheroy. so... Come on, Shiroi,
3: man. Do
2: no the you know right thing. In. You know what makes sense.
3: <laughs> I'm your brother, like, you know, <laughs> the touch. Yeah. <laughs> are, du-
2: are we doubling up on comments of the week next week, then?
1: Well, I've got oh, yeah. comments to the week, actually. Uh,
2: have we got I've time got to squeeze it in? Yeah, I've yep, got,
4: a I've a got one on. right here. I'll, I won't lie. I forgot. So,
1: Jeez. take it away, everyone.
2: Slacko.
1: Slacko. I
3: know.
2: Let me get mine up to my
1: feet. Matthew you. says things I look out for. Does Lee know he's live? And did Jordan watch the game?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you bastard!
3: I went for. I think he's mean. Whatever his name is. After after this, I'm going to watch the rewatch pod where Lee doesn't know he's live. Like you know. I mean? so, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <harsh. laughs>
2: Um, I've got two quick ones I've got one here from uh, Han- Hanad Love for the love My five brothers That was nice Just like the manager said We're ahead of the process But we need to take advantage Of the January windows Please let it not be A typical January window uh, January window Because the potential is huge Big up and bless up Lee, Turkish, Jordan And the young talent Of course, James um, That's from uh, Hanad there And the other one i got here was I read it out loud I was like This Jordan guy Is dope I was like getting all excited, thinking like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you very much. And then I reread it so I know this Jordan guy is A-dope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: oh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, cheers. <laughs> all right, that was
1: definitely the best one. I'll even say that myself. And that was from
3: Sheroy. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yeah. right? laughs> oh,
1: mate. Right, listen, apologies to Jordan Lee. And most importantly, James, we're keeping you out waiting waiting um, this morning. But yeah, it won't happen again since the punishments are apparently coming in. So I have to avoid that now on top of the league. I can't afford to drop any points. But yeah, we move people. We'll be back special Sunday, 1st of January. We Ooh. are live right here on AFTV, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. this Sunday, 1st of January. We'll review the Brighton game. We'll preview the Newcastle game that's coming up shortly after that. So make sure you join us here, engage with us because we don't do lives often, but it's going to be live this Sunday. So make sure you're here, people, 7 p.m. and enjoy the new year. Many blessings to everyone out there. Mm -hmm. Um, Make sure you do enjoy and make sure you enter the new year in the right way, both mentally and physically. So yeah, love for the love, people. Hit the like button on the way out. Let's get up to a thousand likes as usual. (coughs) Your comments for comments of the day this Sunday will be live right here, 7
0: p.m. Love for the love. Peace. Sports Social Podcast Network.